Yassis, and welcome to the Greece Travel Secrets podcast. Your host is the founder of the Greece Travel Secrets website, Sandy Pappas, and she's joined by a variety of guests covering all sorts of topics about visiting Greece and making the most of your Greek odyssey. So this morning, or should I say evening for me, good morning, Kalamira to you in Athens, Anna from Athens Food on Foot. Anna, um, I partnered with you several months ago and I, and we've been promoting your uh, fabulous tours in my Facebook group and uh, I also have it included in a few of my articles. But we've had a lot of great feedback also from members of the group about your food tours and uh, we've seen a lot of photos of people having a lot of fun. So I'm really excited to get you onto the podcast so that we can talk a little bit more about your tours and we can help our listeners, you know, work out maybe which one they should book on their trip to Greece and uh, and a few other things that we might chat about too. So, um, so thank you. Thank you for joining us. Anna, let's start with a little bit about you before we go into the tours. Tell me about, uh, I don't know, where you grew up how you got into food, that, that type of thing. What's, what's your backstory? Uh, I was born and raised in Thessaloniki. You know Thessaloniki is the second biggest city of Greece. It's actually Athens, uh, Athens, uh, Greece, Thessaloniki, and then the third biggest population of Greeks in the world is Melbourne. It is in, in Australia. Yeah. And, and Thessaloniki is the food capital of, of Greece, right? Uh, they say so. Mm, I think Thessaloniki has the fame of the food city and has very good food, but I have to say that in Athens you have more options. Oh, of course. And and I think the food vibe or the food scene in Athens right now is just on fire. Like Amazing. it's really happening. The bars, the restaurants, the markets, there's so much going on. It's really, really improved and grown in, a, in quite a short time. Actually, yeah. Actually, a lot of restaurants and um, businesses closed during pandemic, but a lot of businesses opened after pandemic, and a lot of new restaurants and places all over. It's amazing. Um, so I was born and raised in Thessaloniki, and I moved to Athens um, nearly ten years ago. On March twenty-three, I'm ten years in Athens, and uh, I grew up visiting my grandparents every uh, summer, three months every summer, because the school break at summer is three months in Greece. So mm-hmm. all the three was spent in my uh, villa with my grandmother cooking and tasting and making pies. I, I, I don't know to, to make the pies that my grandmother makes because she's amazing. Uh, but uh, I have all these authentic. She always had the garden and vegetable, and she always had chicken. And my father always fishing, and we had everything fresh, all the produce. And I have this authentic taste in my mouth of Greece and the products and the um, meats and everything. Mm. And I, I have to admit that I was always a foodie. So um, I was really interested in food. I was really interested in tasting different things. Um, my mother was very, very careful on what we uh, on what we used to eat when we were young. She she was really taking care. So I'm not 
I, I wasn't a big fan of junk food. I was always looking for, you know, good quality food, top quality products, um, kind of gourmet, you know, the best cheese, the best meats, the best things, not even, not even chocolates, you know. I was always looking for something different, something good quality and etc. So when I arrived in Athens, <clears throat> I felt that Athens, uh, especially in the center, is full of touristy restaurants. That's true. And I felt that the visitors doesn't have this, um, the chance uh, to, to experience top quality products and good quality Greek food um, unless somebody take them around these hidden gems. Mm-hmm. So I decided to design uh, some food tours and the initial idea was to take them to places, to take you to places that I go with my friends. Mm-hmm. So you this local experience that we have when we go out mm. and to, to take you to stores that I go and buy produce and products from home. Mm-hmm. So... I started the tours and I started getting very good feedback. And what was um, the first tour that you that you did? The ultimate was okay, right? That's the most popular one, I think. I mean, certainly the feedback in the Facebook group seems to be that's the one that most people go on. I mean, why yeah. not? It's it's got everything, right? It ticks all the boxes. It covers everything. Tell us about it. Tell us about the ultimate food. Yeah, where do you go? What like what what does it entail? Yeah. How long does it take? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it starts from Monastiraki and finishes at Monastiraki. It takes about four hours, maybe a bit more sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and comes across the city and uh, covers like um, more than, I don't even remember how many stops, but there are a lot, like maybe 10, 12 stops mm-hmm. for tastings. Two bites and then we're sitting down in a meza place and we're having a Greek authentic experience of a Greek meza. And we walk the city, we make a big circle of the city and we walk uh, the city and we see a few stuff. We don't say much historical because this is not my job. Mm. Um, I focus on food, but we, we walk the city and uh, the participant has a chance to experience this walking, you know, in the mm. city and see things that he wouldn't have seen uh, by himself. And uh, the feedback that I get is that, oh, Anna, it was amazing. We wouldn't have found these places by ourselves. Mm. So that's my I say that. And, you know, what I say, because I want to be fair, is that maybe someone who made uh, very good research finds some of these places, but... I think it's impossible for someone who doesn't know to find these all these places in four well, hours. The thing is, you could find them, but you're not going to have the commentary, which I think is invaluable to have a local yeah. person telling you and explaining to you what it is you're seeing and doing and walking past. And you're also not going to have the ability to just walk in and bang, know what to order and get served quickly and, you know, have and, and, and on to the next place. I mean, I, yeah, I think it would be very difficult to do it on your own and it wouldn't be as enjoyable. It's fun doing it with another, with a group of people as well and certainly a local. I think you go to the markets as part of that tour, the, the, the central Athens yes. food market. 
I have I yes. been there for a, a while, but that's a certainly very vibrant area with all those stalls around the market and all the shops that specialise in. I think there's that one shop, right, that's just got sausages hanging from the ceiling and, uh, you know, another shop just sells her- herbs, you know, masses of herbs. So it, that's that's really, I don't think many tourists even know about that part of of Athens, they all hang around Plaka, you know, and they don't really realise that there's this whole other world out there. What I always say is book a day tour if you want to experience this vibrant place, the market, always book a day tour, unless you don't have a a day in Athens and you only have an evening, which is totally fine to taste the best uh, foods and places in the evening as well. But if you have a day in Athens... um, the experience of the market is very unique, in my yeah. opinion. And uh, all, you know, it's not only the market, it's the, the area around the market, which is full of places. Oh, oh, the area around the market is very interesting because it's full of uh, shops with spices and herbs and cheese and meats and uh, kits and stuff. So mm. the initial idea was everyone who comes here to buy fish or meat that has to find everything mm. for mm. home. It was first kind of supermarket mm. and the historical yeah. patterns. So for me, it's very interesting. You know, it's a bit smelly, yeah. <laughs> especially at summer, yeah. which is, but okay, it's for five minutes. We, we don't, if, if somebody doesn't want, we don't spend much time there. So we just yeah. walk through. And yeah, I that- think that, I think the vegans might find the uh, meat section a bit, a bit much in summer. <laughs> I don't know. Vegans, but the vegetarians, they're always, I always ask, especially the vegetarians, if they want to see the market and uh, the vegetarians, they're always interesting for the market. I think, look, John and I have a a bit of a philosophy and I know it's shared by lots of people, but I don't really think you really get to know a city unless you go to its markets and particularly its food markets where the locals buy, you know, the the food that they put on their table. They're not going to massive Mm. supermarkets like we are, um, you know, they're going and buying mm-hmm. things fresh. And I know that Athens, like many European cities, and in fact, all across Greece, you'd back me up on this, there's generally produce sellers selling their, you know, their goods all over Athens, all over Greece, on the side of the road, in the in the local town square. You know, in Monastoraki, mm-hmm. there's always that guy selling cherries, those beautiful, big, fat cherries year in year out he's always there and and the, and it's so cheap as well like i think a bag of cherries is two euro or something you know that's a great fun the, that's a great fun for the kids and families too because we usually buy fruit and uh, cherries or strawberries from monastiraki when we walk uh, especially when it's the the season of the yet yeah, because in greece we still have some seasonal produce and strawberries is one of them so uh, we buy some cherries and we wash them in a bag and everyone is excited that we try or, you know, or strawberries, we try some uh, fruit and then we get in the, um, get in Siri uh, neighborhood and uh, there are a lot of, uh, you know, as you know, I have to take you there. There are a lot of surprises around oh, Siri. Well, we stay in Siri. That's the neighborhood that we prefer to stay in. Um, those dessert shops, you know, not just Little Kook. Uh, but what's that one on the corner on the square? There's Sweet Home, Sweet Home. I can't remember the name of it now, but Nancy, 
Nancy. 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 So I remember taking our son there when he was quite young and he just could not believe what was coming out on the plates. Like it was amazing. <laughs> so no, we love that area. It's very authentic and it's it feels more local. As you know, you know, no Greeks live in Plaka anymore. It's just for tourists. It's very nice, but it's it's not really that authentic unless you go up obviously into that uh, Anafatika area. But anyway, what what other tours have you got? Anna, I know you've got a bit of a repertoire in or in your catalogue. You've got um, a couple of other tours. One that intrigues me is the street art tour because Athens has incredible street art. In recently, yes, amazing. And um, I started this tour with a person who knew a lot about the the street art scene, but kind of stopped the cooperation with her and now my new partner she developed so much this tour and she's so excited about uh, Athens street art scene everyone is so delighted and it it's not also because I know there are a few tours um, include street art only this tour because my tours are always related with food mm. so this tour includes Street art, uh, about uh, one hour and a half walking at the beginning, and then a few uh, street street food stops, and then again some street art. So everyone is so excited about this tour at the end. And and it's kind of new. It was the first year that we ran it, but it had a great success. I think, I think you're onto a winner there. I mean, uh, every now and then I get some negative feedback about the graffiti, right, in Athens. And I think graffiti is in all big cities, but Athens did have a bit of a problem, as you know, when the economic crisis occurred. Youth unemployment was very, very high. I think it was over 60%. Um, and, and therefore, things like graffiti occur. And also, I guess there's a lot of old buildings that were abandoned and, and were neglected. But what I think it also did, a lot of people don't realise, is that, that it launched this street art revival. I think the government actually encouraged people to, rather than vandalise and graffiti buildings, make them beautiful, put some art on there. And some of the best street art in the world, I believe, comes from Athens. I think Athens and Berlin were, you know, the pioneers in Europe for the street art scene and have had some of the best examples I've seen anywhere um, so I think you're onto a winner. I think that's a topic that a lot of people are really interested in. And I mean, you're walking past them anyway, right? You're going to the food places. Why not explain mm. the amazing mural that's on the side of the wall that that you're walking right past anyway? What yeah, What else? Yeah. I know um, we often have uh, readers ask about tours that are great for families that, that children would really enjoy. I know you've got a, an actual dedicated family food tour. Tell us a bit more about that. It's one of my very successful tours, the kids and families. We are excited, especially the, the kids. We visit places that they have the, the sense to experience homemade pies and pies being made in front of your eyes and ice cream which is being made in front of your eyes and very special neighbourhood that makes it more adventurous, you know, downtown. And also the feedback. There is some walking, okay, because I always say that um, my tours are walking tours and I don't just pick you up from Monosiraki to take you through the city and the market and just this. All of my tours have some walking 
but so far we didn't have the problem. So the kids are excited uh, and uh, because it's so interesting, they don't even feel tired during the tours. It's, and it's not uh, difficult walking. There's not, there's hardly any hills. Exactly. You're not walking up the Acropolis. You're in the flat part of Athens. Um, there is a surprise behind that. I want, I don't want to release, but um, is a part we that we have five minutes walking and is a bit elevating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't release. I have a place. Cl- I have an inkling what you might be going going to say, but don't say it. No, that's fine. Keep it as a surprise. <laughs> okay, <laughs> with this five minutes walking, I'm very enjoying amazing yeah. view from there. So that's where. And yeah, and if it, and even if it's five minutes walking, no one um, yeah, yeah, complains no, a lot about of fun. that. I send a lot of families there to do that exact same activity. It's a very small one. <laughs> Just tried to eat the eat the figs. Anyway, let's talk about. Uh, look, you've got a number of tours. I think we could talk about them all day. I know that they're all excellent. The feedback is consistently brilliant. And I also think they're very well priced. So um, I think it would be very hard for me, hard pressed for me to find a better um, activity for our readers to do. And it kills me when I, I hear people say there's nothing to do in Athens or, you know, they do the Acropolis and maybe a couple of temples or historical sites. And then they say, well, that's it. There's nothing else to do in Athens. I mean, there's so much to do in Athens. And the food scene, the rooftop bars, the the basement bars, the rooftop restaurants. I mean, I'm not even talking about the shopping or the the hammams, you know, the the Turkish spas and all the other things as well. But anyway, that's that's a topic for a whole other podcast episode. And in fact, I think I've already... Uh, covered quite a bit of that on uh, on one that I have about Athens. You also have cooking classes, Anna. Tell us a little bit about them. I started the cooking classes um, mm-hmm. this year. I moved to a new apartment this year. And um, I have, you know, there is a limited number of sure. participants, like up to six, maybe It's a, if there is a group, but... Um, I run the food tours at home, and I think I am the only one who runs food tours at home in Athens. So I feel that this is a very unique experience, and someone who wants to experience the cooking experience, you know, in a localist apartment. Because to be honest, when I visit uh, other countries, I'm I'm always so curious to be in a localist apartment, because have you ever considered that you don't see locals' places. You don't see locals' houses when you visit yeah, the country. It's very, Never. very special. And, in fact, I think people are very privileged to be able to go into someone's home. Um, I took my daughter actually mm-hmm. about 10 years ago in India um, on, a, on a, a, uh-huh. a food experience, but it ended in a family's home and we cooked with the wife um, and the mother, we cooked a, uh, a number of dishes and then we sat down with the family and ate them for dinner. And we both still talk about that as being one of the most special experiences that we've ever had. I mean, the whole trip to India was wonderful, but that was really a standout because we were in a family's house, in their actual home, you know, with with 
local people doing normal local things, not tourist sort of centred things. So I think that's um, a very, very special thing to do. How many people do you have in those classes? Up to, up to, six, right? up to six. And what is, what's typically something that you might you might make, you might prepare? Uh, typically, 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 my grandmother's meatballs and uh, zucchini. Huh? Ah, right. Uh, uh, ah, that's my husband's favorite. Yeah, yeah. I usually have um, beef, or sometimes, not in my case, not in my grand grandmother's case, but sometimes had a li- have a little bit of pork. But usually have beef mm-hmm. and mostly herbs. Suzukaya uh, have more Oriental mm-hmm. influences, like more Eastern yeah. influences. So. Have a bit of garlic and more spices mm. like cumin. So no, my grandmother makes uh, kefteveike, and what I love and I always like to cook with my. Of course, the menu sure. depends on your preferences. If someone doesn't sure. eat fish, I won't cook fish. Okay. If someone doesn't eat meat, I I won't cook meat. But that's what uh, I usually do, almost always do, uh, make is. Um, uh, zucchini fritters with the ziki sauce, mm, kolokito kifteves. I want some of them right now. <laughs> it's it's dinner it? time here. You're making me very hungry. Um, oh, well, that's great. <laughs> they're, they're a couple of really nice meals I know people would, everybody would enjoy universally. I think they would be delicious. Um, and, and if I can, if I can, um, like, uh, if I can tell you which of my acti- activities doesn't overlap, I would say the um, the cooking class with the ultimate food tasting tour and the evening highlights with the dinner or Athens evening food tasting. Those three things mm-hmm. doesn't overlap. For anyone who wants to do more than one activity in Athens with me, those uh, three tours, three activities doesn't overlap. The, the cooking class, the ultimate food tasting tour, and the Athens evening food tasting, or the Athens highlight with a well, dinner. I, I think you've actually just described the ultimate day out. So they could book all three of those things in in sequence and spend the whole day with you and have an in depth, immersive. <laughs> Uh, look at food and food in Athens in particular. I mean, what a great day. What a great day. Who would want to do that? (laughs) And on that note, now what was it I was just thinking of? Uh, Oh, private tours. So I've seen Mm -hmm. we have had some inquiries from people asking if they could book you privately, just the two of them. Now, of course, maybe two, if it's a couple or or a couple of friends or whatever it might be. Of course, it's going to cost more. Uh, You have to make your profit, of course, but um, you offer that as well. I have one tour that you can book directly on my website. is the Athens uh, Food and Wine Tour. And uh, anyone who wants, like, the ultimate food tasting tour private uh, can contact me, you know, and uh, Mm -hmm. request... uh, a private ultimate mm-hmm. food tasting tour. Of course, as you said, the price might be a bit different, but not extremely different. So it doesn't make big difference in the price. We try to, to keep the prices um, not very low, reasonable. but um, yeah. Profit, pro, yeah, very reasonable. Well, very and reasonable. so on that note, if you head to Anna's website, of course, you can go direct through to Athens Food on Foot or you'll find links to her website uh, either on various posts on the Facebook 
uh, group or on my website, Greece Travel Secrets. And if you use the code, the promo code, Greece Travel Planning, you'll get an additional 5% off Anna's already very reasonable prices. So that's fabulous. Thank you for, for giving mm-hmm. us that. Anna. I won't keep you much longer. I know you've got got to get on with your day. I I guess in closing, I just want to ask you what I ask everybody in these podcast sessions. And that is, what's your favourite place in Greece, Anna? Inspire our listeners a little more. Where do you love to go, you know, when you have time off? Ah, motherland. (laughs) You look, uh, my mother is from a village in Kavala and it's not a you know, like a mainstream uh, area, like a beautiful area. Just traditional, just, you know, authentic. It's not a tradi- It's not so traditional and authentic, uh, but uh, it's not the picturesque village you see in Pilion, for example. But yeah, it's still my motherland, and uh, yeah, yeah. When I want to shut uh, everything off, you know, mm-hmm. and stay quiet and uh, relax. I, I prefer to go there, but I would say I love the Greek islands. I've visited uh, some of the Greek islands, but I, I will I would say mm. that I love the Greek mainland. So anywhere anywhere in Greek mainland by the sea mm. is yeah mm. is amazing. That's mm. where I really love to be, and my village is by the sea as well. I so. tend to agree with you. I know uh, listeners already know my thoughts on the mainland and, and the Peloponnese in particular, uh, I think is just an area that delivers the best value and the best, you know, bangs for your bucks in, in the whole country, I think. So it's extraordinary. Um, thank you so much again for joining joining me today. I will be seeing you probably face to face in April or May when I'm in Athens. But in the meantime, we will be talking again and um, and chatting again in the Facebook group. And I've got an article coming out just after Christmas about the best food tours to do uh, across and cooking school uh, classes across all of Greece. And of course, all of your content will be right there front and centre. So you're doing a great job. Keep up the good work. And thanks again for joining me, Anna. Thank you so much. And uh, I'm waiting you to, I'm waiting for you to come uh, and I can take you to my motherland because North Greece is very, very interesting, interesting. And hardly anyone well. goes there. So, <laughs> well, I, I, I'm not sure that's true. I think a lot of yeah. uh, Europeans go there, right? So there's a lot of Bulgarians and Germans and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I think we that we have the chance to uh, expose Greece to everyone. We have to start exposing places like not so well, um, and, exposed yeah, so far, like Santorini. Yeah. Everyone here. No, no. Santorini is not correct. It's not <laughs> like that. I'm very proud of my of my place. That's why I would love to. Well. You should, so be. Place you should be. So in the maybe uh, there's some northern Greece tours coming along in the in the making in the in the in the in the in the future. Okay. Well, thanks again, uh-huh, Anna. Uh-huh. Thank you Yasis. for hosting me. It was an amazing experience. Yeah. See. Can you- so this morning, or should I say evening for me, good morning, Calamera to you in Athens, Anna from 
food. Now, let, let me make sure a lot of people get this wrong. Athens food on foot. <laughs> I know I even typed it in before and I was like, Athens on foot, food on Athens, feet on Athens. Anyway, we got there in the end. So Athens food on foot. Anna, um, I partnered with you several months ago and, I, and we've been promoting your uh, fabulous tours in my Facebook group and uh, I also have it included in a few of my articles, but we've had a lot of great feedback also from members of the group about your food tours, and uh, we've seen a lot of photos of people having a lot of fun. So I, I, I'm really excited to get you onto the podcast so that we can talk a little bit more about your tours and we can help our listeners, you know, work out maybe which one they should book on their trip to Greece and uh, and a few other things that we might chat about too. So. Um, so thank you. Thank you for joining us or me. <laughs> Anna, um, let's start with a little bit about you before we go into the tours. Tell me about, uh, I don't know, where you grew up, how you got into food, that that type of thing. What's what's your backstory? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And Melbourne, Melbourne, yes, it is in in, Aust- in Australia, um, and and Thessaloniki is the food capital of of Greece, right? Oh, of course, and. And I think the food vibe or the food scene in Athens right now is just on fire. Like it's really happening. The bars, the restaurants, the markets, there's so much going on. It's really, really improved and grown in, a, in quite a short time, actually. But I have to say... I. Okay. Mm. 
What what was the first tour that you that you did? Okay, right. That's the most popular one, I think. I mean, certainly the feedback in the Facebook group seems to be that's the one that most people go on. I mean, why not? It's it's got everything, right? It ticks all the boxes. It covers everything. Tell us about it. Tell us about the ultimate food tasting tour. Yeah, where do you go? What like what what does it entail? How long does it take? Mm. 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 Well, the thing is you could find them, but you're not going to have the commentary, which I think is invaluable to have a local person telling you and explaining to you what it is you're seeing and doing and walking past. And you're also not going to have the ability to just walk in and bang, know what to order and get served quickly and, you know, have and and, and on to the next place. I mean, I yeah, I think it would be very difficult to do it on your own and it wouldn't be as enjoyable. It's fun doing it with another, with a group of people as well and certainly a local. I think you go to the markets as part of that tour, the 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 central Athens food market. I, have, I haven't been there for a, a while, but that's a certainly a very vibrant area with all those stalls around the market and all the shops that specialise in. I think there's that one shop, right, that's just got sausages hanging from the, from the ceiling and, uh, you know, another shop just sells her herbs, you know, masses of herbs. So it, that's, that's really, I don't think many tourists even know about that part of, of Athens, they all hang around Plaka, you know, and they don't really realise that there's this whole other world out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> it's very sexy, very non-muscuri. Non- <laughs> <laughs> mm. 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 Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think that I think the vegans might find the uh, meat section a bit a bit much in summer. <laughs> yeah, I think. Look, John and I have a, a bit of a philosophy, and I know it's shared by lots of people. But I don't really think you really get to know a city unless you go to its markets and particularly it's food markets where the locals buy you know the the food that they put on their table they're not going to massive supermarkets like we are um you know they're going and buying things fresh and i know that athens like many european cities and in fact all across greece you'd back me up on this there's generally produce sellers selling their you know their goods all over athens all over greece on the side of the road in the in the local town square you know in monastoraki there's always that guy selling cherries those beautiful big fat cherries year in year out he's always there and and the and it's so cheap as well like i think a bag of cherries is two euro or something you know so yeah I, Oh, well, we stay in Surrey. That's the neighbourhood that we prefer to stay in. Um, those dessert shops, you know, not just Little Kook, uh, but what's that one on the corner on the square? There's Sweet Home, Sweet Home. I can't remember the name of it now, but I, Nancy's, Nancy's. So I remember taking our son there when he was quite young and he just could not believe what was coming out on the plates like it was amazing. So no, we love that area. It's very authentic and it's it feels more local. As you know, you know, no Greeks live in Plaka anymore. It's just for tourists. It's very nice, but it's it's not really that authentic unless you go up obviously into that uh, Anafatika area. But anyway, um what what other tours have you got, Anna? I know you've got a bit of a repertoire in or in your catalog. You've got um a couple of other tours that involve, I think I uh, one that intrigues me is the street art tour because Athens has incredible street art. Mm. Mm. 
I think I think you're onto a winner there. I mean, uh, every now and then I get some negative feedback about the graffiti, right, in Athens. And I think graffiti is in all big cities, but Athens did have a bit of a problem, as you know, when the economic crisis occurred. Un youth unemployment was very, very high. I think it was over 60%. Um, and, and therefore, things like graffiti occur. And also, I guess there's a lot of old buildings that were abandoned and, and were neglected. But what I think it also did, a lot of people don't realise, is that, that it launched this street art um, revival. I think the government actually encouraged people to, rather than vandalise and graffiti buildings, make them beautiful, put some art on there. And some of the best street art in the world, I believe, comes from Athens. I think Athens and Berlin were were you know the pioneers in Europe for the street art scene and have had some of the best examples I've seen anywhere um, so I think you're onto a winner I think that's a topic that a lot of people are really interested in and I mean you're walking past them anyway right you're going to the food places why not explain the amazing mural that's on the side of the wall that that you're walking right past anyway what what else? I know um, we often have uh, readers ask about tours that are great for families that, that children would really enjoy. I know you've got a, an actual dedicated family food tour. Tell us a bit more about that. Yeah. It's and it's not difficult walking. There's not there's hardly any hills. You know, you're not walking up the Acropolis. You're in the flat part of Athens. Mhm. Mm I have an I I have a I have an inkling what you might be going going to say but don't say it no that's fine keep it as a surprise <laughs> Yeah 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 no that's a lot of fun I send a lot of families there to do that exact same activity 
that's all right. Uh, is that your cat? Oh, your dog. Yeah. I just, I just found both my dogs vomiting just before you dialed in. They've eaten half of my fig plant. It's a very small one. They've <laughs> just tried to eat the eat the figs. Anyway, uh, um, let's talk about. Look, you've got a number of tours. I think we could talk about them all day. I know that they're all excellent. The feedback is consistently brilliant. And I also think they're very well priced. So um, I think it would be very hard for me, hard pressed for me to find a better um, activity for our readers to do. And it kills me when I, I hear people say there's nothing to do in Athens or, you know, they do the Acropolis and maybe a couple of temples, historical sites, and then they say, well, that's it. There's nothing else to do in Athens. I mean, there's so much to do in Athens. And the food scene, the rooftop bars, the the basement bars, the rooftop restaurants. I mean, and that's just that I'm not even talking about the shopping or the the hammams, you know, the the Turkish spas and all the other things as well. But anyway, that's a that's a topic for a whole other podcast episode. And in fact, I think I've already uh, covered quite a bit of that on uh, on one that I have about Athens. You also have cooking classes, Anna. Tell us a little bit about them. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, it's very, very special. And, in fact, I think people are very privileged to be able to go into someone's home. Um, I took my daughter actually about 10 years ago in India um, on a on a, uh, a food experience, but it ended in a family's home and we cooked with the wife um, and the mother. We cooked a, uh, a number of dishes and then we sat down with the family and ate them for dinner and we both still talk about that as being one of the most special experiences that we've ever had. Um, I mean, the whole trip to India was wonderful, but that was really a standout because we were in a family's house, in their actual home, you know, with with local people doing normal local things, not tourist sort of, you know, centred things. So I think that's um, a very, very special thing to do. How many people do you have in those classes? Up to six, right. And what is what's typically something that you might you might make, you might prepare? The the Zuzugakya? Zuzugakya? Ah, right. Ah, that's my husband's favorite. Yeah, yeah.
Mm-hmm. 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 The cinnamon, yeah. Um, I want some of them right now. <laughs> it's dinner time here. You're making me very hungry. Um, oh, well, that's great. They're, they're a couple of really nice meals. I know people would, everybody would enjoy universally. I think they would be delicious. Um, and, and, sorry. Well, I, I think you've actually just described the ultimate day out. So they could book all three of those things in in sequence and spend the whole day with you and have an in-depth, immersive uh, look at food and food in Athens in particular. I mean, what a great day. What a great day. Who wouldn't want to do that? <laughs> um and on that note, now what was it I was just thinking of? Uh, la, 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 la. Oh, private tours. So I've seen we have had some inquiries from people asking if they could book you privately, just the two of them. Now, of course, maybe two, may, if it's a couple or, or a couple of friends or whatever it might be, of course it's going to cost more. Uh, uh, you have to make your profit, of course, but um, you offer that as well. Yep. Yeah. Very reasonable. Yeah. Well, and so on that note, if you head to Anna's website, of course, you can go direct through to Athens Food on Foot, or you'll find links to her website uh, either on in various posts on the Facebook. Uh, group or on my website, Greece Travel Secrets. Um, and if you use the promo code Greece Travel Secrets, you will get. Do we have? Is it Greece Travel Secrets? Sorry. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> 
And if you use the code, the promo code, Greece Travel Planning, you'll get an additional 5% off Anna's already very reasonable prices. So that's fabulous. Thank you for, for giving us that, Anna. I won't keep you much longer. I know you've got, got to get on with your day. Um, I, I guess in closing, I just want to ask you what I ask everybody in these podcast sessions. And that is, what's your favourite place in Greece, Anna? How can inspire our listeners a little more? Where do you love to go, you know, when you have time off? Just traditional, authentic. Shh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tend to agree with you. I know uh, listeners already know my thoughts on the mainland and, and the Peloponnese in particular, uh, I think, is just an area that delivers the best value and the best, you know, bangs for your bucks um, in, in the whole country, I think. So it's extraordinary. Um, thank you so much again for joining joining me today. I will be seeing you probably face to face in April or May when I'm in Athens um, but in the meantime, we will be talking again and um, and chatting again in the Facebook group. Um, and I've got an article coming out just after Christmas about the best food tours to do uh, across and cooking school uh, classes across all of Greece. And of course, all of your content will be right there front and centre. So you're doing a great job. Keep up the good work. And thanks again for joining me, Anna. Very, very interesting, and hardly anyone goes there. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm not sure that's true. I think a lot of uh, Europeans go there, right? So there's a lot of Bulgarians and Germans and, yeah, yeah. Well, and... Yeah, overdone, overdone, yeah. No, no, correct. <laughs> well, you should be, you should be. So maybe uh, there's some northern Greece tours coming along in the in the making in the in the in the in the in the future. 
Okay. Well, thanks again, Anna. Yasis. <laughs>